welcome to Shaken Not Noob, the podcast which has just done a deal with the US government to secure new nu- nuclear submarines. Nuclear. Nuclear submarines, making us the only podcast on the planet with first strike capabilities. By listening to this message, you have now been conscripted into the Royal Noob Navy. Congratulations. I am your Captain Fuzzy Nemo, and joining me today is our Master of Seamen, it's Lieutenant Duty Dutrum. At ease, good sir. Nuclear. It's pronounced nuclear. Nuclear. <laughs> new, new nuclear. <laughs> that intro was fucking red hot. Sea <laughs> man. Sea man. <laughs> Swallow, come. <laughs> I'm doing well, man. Doing well. It's busy, busy week in the duty household. Busy and slow week. Got the second jab and it knocked me out for basically three days. But, but you are double jabbed, which is great. I am yes, double jabbed. Always yeah. good. Uh, my, I still can't lift my arm up properly, but um, I got a free lollipop and a sticker. <laughs> I got no lollipop. <laughs> oh, gutted. Ripped off, I tell you. Ah, tells you. <laughs> well, yes, we are a double jabbed podcast, which means we now get to stay at home being double jabbed. So that's good. Exactly that's right. At least, yes. at least we are safe within that space. Um, but if you have not got it already, please, please go get jabbed. It is uh, the best thing you can do for everybody. Um, before we go uh, any further, let's talk about some news. Uh, lots of news to talk about this week. First, cab off the rank. Um, now, Bluepoint. Mm-hmm. Sony uh, have finally announced officially um, that they have acquired Bluepoint Studios. Okay. Now, Duty, you might not be aware of who they are. They have been responsible for a bunch of their uh, high-quality remakes that have been coming through. Okay. Uh, so they did uh, Demon Souls, they did Shadow of the Colossus, mm-hmm. and they did the remakes for the first three Uncharted games. So... Um, mostly, obviously, PlayStation-specific stuff, mm-hmm. um, but they have announced they've officially signed them um, as an acquisition and that their first release uh, is going to be a an original title. So that'll be really interesting. Right. Um, so I think it's 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 bodes really well for, for, for Sony, obviously acquiring a really great studio for them to either remake all their old shit, which is pretty cool, um, or just to make new stuff. What they've done so far has been good. I'm, I'm very excited about that. Yeah, and it's always interesting when, you know, companies, or like, you know, big gaming companies acquire another one because it's just like, well, mm. what are they going to do? I'm fairly sure Sony yeah. owns Insomniac, and Insomniac previously did uh, yep. Sunset Overdrive for the Xbox. And that was fine, I guess. And it's like, well, look what else you can do under under a different publishing house or when you've got different access to separate IPs and stuff like that. So it's it's always interesting. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I think, and it's, it's good for Sony. Like, I think they've moved down that path, you know, getting Insomniac, um, now Bluepoint. They're, they're starting, they've acquired a bunch of smaller ones as well. They're moving down that sort of Microsoft model that yeah. they've, been, they've been going down for years. Um, where they bought up you know, everybody they could get their hands on. Um, obviously, the latest one getting Bethesda, like you know, getting yeah, a lot of that, that stuff. Yeah. You know, they they acquire that. That's moved in house. It's pretty solid. Yeah, you know, I think PlayStation's seen the writing on the walls and gone, okay, we're we're going to buy our own way into this stuff so that we can get those that those exclusive titles because it's really the only way that they're going to be able to compete with Microsoft with you know everything that they've done so far. There was a rumor going around that Microsoft was going to buy another studio. Um, I'm not surprised. <laughs> some were saying it was going to be Sega. Some were saying it was going to be WB Games, which would have been okay. massively interesting because that, that means they basically own Batman. 
and Mortal Kombat yeah. and stuff when it comes to games. Um, yeah, so there was rumors going around that that Microsoft might uh, purchase another one. So yeah. Okay, interesting. Mm. Oh, look, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. They, I think, the the only way that they that Microsoft are really going to be able to compete in this this next gen, like they've obviously got a really good platform with Games Pass. Mm. Uh, the only way they're really going to be able to compete is those exclusive titles because Sony really has a lot of that market cornered at this stage. Yeah. So you know Bethesda being in there, you know, getting someone like Warner Brothers or Sega in there, they get a bunch of really great. Well, a great back catalogue of good games and then potential to make some amazing things that nobody else gets access to. So, uh, yeah, that's that's something they're going to have to catch up with at this point. Yeah, I was uh, I was doing some chatting with uh, uh, with a friend of ours. Uh, she she streams, but she also does a lot of her own independent reviews, uh, Lilith and Steph. Um, and she was talking about, you know, oh, you, you know, we're talking about, you know, contacts and how awesome our CMs are and stuff like that when, you know, how friendly and sort of the, the nature of, and how awesome and open the nature of sort of game reviews and just chatting with, you know, content managers and stuff is. And just like talking about Sony and stuff like that. They're like, oh, do you know, do you have a PlayStation? I'm like, I don't have one. But Spider-Man 2 is tempting me pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. If it's not tempting you, it's tempting everybody else. That yeah, thing exactly looks right. great. Yeah. yeah so... Yeah, it will be interesting to see where a lot of that lands, especially around, like we talked about it, like, you know, consoles just not being available. Like, yeah. Everything's just, like, I, th- I think um, there was some news about um, PS5s passing the million units mark in the UK, which is the fastest it's ever happened for a, a new console. Um but like, I don't know how they're getting new consoles because nobody else is fucking getting them. There is the there is the newer PlayStation Fives here that have a they have like a smaller heatsink chip or something like that, and that makes something like a fraction of a percentage quieter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, look, it's I, I'm I'm just excited they have announced um, the uh, storage expansion now is available, yeah. so you can upgrade your your storage space on that. Um, and basically, it is a bit of a manual process. So if you haven't upgraded a PC before, um, it, it might be a little bit difficult to do. But you know, you have to pull the whole thing apart and you know put the chip in properly. And you know, they've got different versions of it that that operate on different levels. So. Yeah, it, it's it's a bit of a fidgety thing for for non technical people, but if you do have the the capability, it's it can be quite awesome for you. I like the Xbox one that just has the port in the back, and you just plug it in, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it is slightly easier to mm. do, and you know it does operate quite efficiently. But hey, no, look, I'm just happy that I get more more storage space on my uh, my PlayStation because I tell you, I've been I have to fuck around with that quite a bit, so. Yeah, see, my PlayStation yes. would just be Spider-Man, Wolverine. <laughs> maybe, maybe, because that game is going to be amazing. Mm. Well, let's actually, let's let's talk about the next piece of news then, because God of War, there is a piece of news about that today. Uh, IGN, uh, one of our favourite uh, <laughs> favorite game places, uh, had done a little uh, video game bracket. Like, you know, we love a good bracket here. Um, it was about the best video game of all time. Now, not just the best video game of the year or the last 10 years or whatever. Best video game of all time. Right. And God of War was announced as the best video game of all time. I saw... All time. Look, I also saw as well, probably the, probably the same thing that they had their own little internal, like, we voted, and this is what we think. Um, they had yeah. a, a best game soundtrack of all time and God of War won. You know who came second in that? Who's that? Grand Theft Auto Five. 
Yeah, yeah, and that's Tell I think me a that, great that it's theme from Grand Theft Auto Five, Fuzzy. Can you think of one? No. <laughs> I, I think Grand Theft Auto kind of cheats a little bit because it's, it's got, got you know, the radio stations. Yeah, it's got it's got every single song you could possibly imagine based on your particular style of music. It's exactly it's not right. limited at all. I think the the pure level of choice that they have is pretty amazing, though. Like just the licensed properties that they've got is is fantastic. That's one of the fav- my favorite things. I used to just chuck it on the bloody comedy chat channels. Yeah. And listen to Laszlo, Laszlo and stuff like and that. The, like, uh, and you go into the country and then you listen to like the country callback radios. So I'm like, oh, this is Yeah. Cool. Some of that stuff's great. But like, oh, so I think it's a little bit of a cheat from a soundtrack perspective because it's not, you know, most games uh, only have yeah. maybe 15 songs on them at all, at all times or, you know, 15 bits of different music. That's it. They had like hundreds. So, yeah, I don't know. And God of War but was yes, done God- by Bear McCreary, who's a fucking fantastic composer. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, fantastic soundtrack, fantastic game. Whether or not it's the best game of all time, I don't know. Um, but mm. yes, there were some really interesting little bracket um, playoffs together. Um, the most interesting one, first round for me, was Apex Legends versus Super Metroid. Do you want to take a guess, Sturdy, as to <sighs> who won that game? Fuck. Who won off. that bracket? I assume Apex Legends because it's hit and yes. trendy and it's in. I'm absolutely. surprised Fortnite didn't come in first. Uh, Fortnite got knocked out early on. So Fortnite was knocked out in the first round. Where were we? Uh, because it was up against World of Warcraft. Uh, uh, so luckily, Battle of the sanity Nerds. prevailed. Uh, so in that particular bracket, though, World of Warcraft went through then to uh, beat Burnout 3 takedown, uh, but lost out to Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare. So Activision lost to Activision. Yeah. Seems like Activision so, can't yeah, get a break. Interesting. Yeah, like there, there was interesting, just some really interesting, like you know, ways of going through Minecraft. Um, surprisingly for me, lost out to uh, The Witcher Three. I thought Minecraft was like one of the most, if not the most popular game in the world at the moment. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting because The Witcher Three cannot be played by children. No, it cannot. Um, here we go. Grand Theft Auto's bracket. So they beat Uncharted Two uh, among thieves. Mm-hmm. Uh, beat Halo Two. Uh, okay. The, yeah, beat The Last of Us. Okay. Uh, beat Batman Arkham City. Highly disregarding. Uh, now you've, now yeah. you've broken me. That's one of the <laughs> best fucking comic book games, period. Okay. And then and then also bre- beat uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. So, Jesus um, Christ. Before losing it to God of War. Now, God of War. Let's have a look at the God of War. Yeah, bracket. what did it go through? Um, here we go. God of War. God of War. Where are you? There you are. Um, so God of War beat StarCraft, which is That's fine. wow. First, first off, but that was ninety percent to ten percent. So it was a huge. It wasn't just a victory; it was a monumental smashing. Um, uh, then it beat Portal Two, which is wow, uh, fabulous game in itself. Then it beat Skyrim, <laughs> which Whoa. is. Uh, 64% to 36% of the vote. This is public voting, by the way. So, you know, the public is shit. Um, so, yes, it beats, so it beat StarCraft, got, uh, Portal 2, Skyrim. Then it beat The Witcher 3, which beat out Minecraft, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it beat in the final round before the, uh, the final there, uh, San Andreas, uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. So, yeah, it's. <sighs> beat two Grand Theft Autos to win. So I, I think, you know, in its bracket, probably yes. But yeah, there were some very interesting choices about what went through and what what didn't. Yeah, look, 
<laughs> I w- if if you let you let the public do anything, and this is what the internet does. Um, but yeah. if Skyrim won best, if their IGN's best game, that wouldn't surprise me because like it's been released a thousand times, um, yeah. and people keep buying it. So I'm like, well, that's a sign. God of War's been released once, and for a lot of people, it's been finished once. Yeah. Oh, look. I mean, yes, but I mean, it's the level of story, like the the uh, the gameplay itself, the, everything that goes that went into that game was epic. Um, and I think I was like two weeks ago. Now we we lost um, the guy, the game designer that actually designed all of the physics around the axe throwing within that game, uh, which was amazing. Like, that was just so much did, fun throwing he also that did thing around. I think I think he I think yeah. he did Thor for that game. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, because it is like, yeah, there was a lot of parallels between the two. But, yeah, just amazing, just the, the level of effort in there. So a bit sad. But that, um, yes, there you go. God of War, apparently, <laughs> according to IGN voters, the best video game of all time. I, d- I don't know. I don't know. I don't agree with that. But, mind you, that's the same thing with gaming. Like, do I think God of War is a great game? It is. Do I think it's better than Batman Arkham City? Fuck No. That game was fantastic. Here's, here's one that's going to trigger you, Duty. Knights of the Old Republic. <laughs> yes, we now, talked about Knights that of the last Old Republic. Yeah, yeah, yep. It's it's in the bracket. It, it beat through the first round because it was uh, against some stiff competition mm. up against Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two, which is wow. Great They're game. not even the same category. <laughs> I know. The, the categories are all fucked up. Anyway, um, so they were head to head. It snuck through on that. Mm. And then it loses out in the next round to Fallout New Vegas. Ooh, they're both now, done by the same studio as well. Yeah, take oh, that as you will. Okay. I, I think Coda is, is better than Fallout New Vegas. I know a lot of people really loved that game, but yeah. Coda's good fun, don't get me wrong. I like Knights of the Old Republic. Two, I think, more than the first one, but I still like the first one. But the online night of the old, I think it's just called the Old Republic. It's actually still pretty fun. I booted that up with Davo a couple months back, and we still had a bit of fun with that. It's just MMOs—they're just so grindy. You go kill yeah. this thing on the other side of the map. Uh, you can't fast travel. You have to walk. I'm like, <laughs> especially if you're in one of those realism servers. <laughs> oh my god! Don't get me started on that. I was, I was chatting to someone else about how I jumped in onto a, a role playing server on World of Warcraft. And they're like, "Yeah, man, what did you expect?" I'm like, "I didn't expect to be fucking yelled at as an orc running around." I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be running. Yes. You'll get tired. Take your clothes off. Wait, what? <laughs> Disconnect. <laughs> oh, Jesus oh, Christ. Man. All right. Speaking of disconnection, let's move on to the final piece of news this week. Uh, Xbox Cloud Gaming yes. finally launches in uh, in a bunch of countries, including Australia, which has almost zero cloud capability. But we'll find out how that goes. So, mm. um, so yes, if you have uh, Games Pass, you now have a... a well, you have to have the Ultimate Pack, I think. Um, but you do have access now to um, the cloud gaming functions within uh, Xbox. That's pretty so good. So I have yet yeah. to try this out, but apparently it's supposed to be awesome. So it um, works now for... Uh, Windows PCs, Android phones and tablets, um, and Apple phones and tablets. So yeah, you can jump straight on your phone and uh, and go nuts. I'm I'm interested to see how this works out. Yeah, I saw uh, I saw some people like I jumped on Twitter this morning. Some people getting very excited for it. I think it's, it's going to mm. be cool if you've got an Android phone. You can you know if you're back in the office at work. Oh, I'm just going to go take a shit and then you know fucking play Minecraft or fucking Skyrim or something while you're taking a crap. 
Well, that's it. I'm, I'm intrigued to see how this plays out because, I mean, for one thing, I think I, I've the, the one thing I've struggled with the most with Xbox Game Pass is the app uh, stability. Yep. It, it can be really flaky. I've had to um, uninstall and then reinstall a couple of times on the PC. Um, sometimes just even accessing it on the on the app on my Android phone has been slow. Mm. So it's it's a little bit spotty just to get into the app. How the game's going to play out of that, I don't know. So yeah, interested to see what's uh, what's going to come of it. But yes, if you um, if you do have Games Pass, yeah, um, that's I think it's available as of today. So uh, yeah, oh, first of October. So yes, as of today of recording, mm. um, it is available for you. Well, there we go. Um, speaking of, uh, with that as well, um, uh, Marvel Avengers comes out today. Yes, that's um, on Scarlet Game Pass. Nexus comes out today. Fuzzy, and... we can play Avengers because, <laughs> of course, uh, Hooray. when, when uh, Avengers came out roughly this time last year, I think it was, uh, we got offered, you know, the uh, the content managers went, here's a couple of codes so you can play with friends. And, and I'm like, fuck yeah, we're going to play, play Avengers, play with friends. Fuzzy, do you want one? No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, think it, I think uh... it might be cross play as well with xbox and pc now i believe so yes yeah um it does announce that on there so yeah that'll be pretty cool and then i'm also interested to check out now as well which has fucking pissed me off because now all my skins (laughs) transfer from my xbox to my pc and i'm like i just re-bought all of these skins so you're going to give me fucking microtransaction currency back absolutely not Uh, (laughs) um don't be stupid uh, yeah, so that's that's happened. Uh, I think there's another game that's come out today as well, which I'm I'm kind of interested to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Lemnesgate. I don't know if you've, uh, no. you've seen this one. Um, okay, so it is a turn-based combat strategy FPS, which is uh, which sounds really weird to right. mix all that together. Okay, um, so basically what happens is it's in some sort of um, uh, you're in a, a 25 second time loop mm-hmm. and basically you get 25 seconds to do all of your moves and jump around and shoot things and then you freeze and then the other people get to make their their plays after that so right. i don't know exactly how it's going to play it's out but like i'm intrigued to give it a go turns. yeah okay. yeah kind of yeah so um it's yeah very interesting <laughs> like just the concept of it's quite cool i don't know how it'll play out in real time but i will be giving that a, a bit of a look-see in the next few days so that's out today on uh games pass i think it only launched officially like a couple of days ago yeah, so, right. um, is that cross-play? yeah very interesting things need to be cross-play more often now that's my that's my <laughs> big gripe that i'm having I don't know. Again, yeah, we'll, we'll have to find out. But yes, I think yeah, there's there's some really interesting aspects to that game as a as a concept. I mean, I think there's a lot of interesting games that have come out recently. Like we talked about Deathloop the other week. Yes, you know, interesting games playing with the idea of time um, as a as a changeable concept within the game. So yeah, really cool, uh, interesting things to check out on Games Pass at the moment, as well as the functionality for um, for cloud gaming. So. Mm. Mm. more is better yes more is better uh, but that's it for the news this week uh, we are brought as always by to you by culture shock collectibles the number one stop for all of your nerdy collectible needs duty have you seen the worst possibly the worst toy that i think i've ever seen in my entire life is it the george lucas and stormtrooper disguise <laughs> it's the george lucas stormtrooper disguise good lord what what a stupid toy that is! Whoever had that fucking idea is uh, it's the worst toy that I've seen from Star Wars since the burnt up Anakin. 
That's uh, right. <laughs> crispy Anakin. Um, good Lord. It's, I mean, it's if you want that toy, you it's, take the helmet it's off and it's George Lucas's head. That's that's basically uh, it. Um, just, fine. He was the. I think he was the original cinema daddy before fucking um, uh, Zach. What's his face? Snyder. Snyder. That's it. I was going to say Levy, but no, yes, Snyder is definitely the one I wanted to say. Um, so, yes, you can check that out. Um, you can also check out uh, some Dungeons & Dragons figures, which... which they look kind of cool. Like I'm just going to say Dungeons & Dragons figures that I I've, I've see here kind of look like they've gotten about eight other different toys and kind of stuck the pieces together. Reminds like me of that character of from, uh, from uh, Small Soldiers where they, like, mutilate one of the Gorgonites <laughs> and then they stick all yeah. different parts on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly it. Like, it's like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I Maybe haven't seen that movie since I was a kid, but Gorgonite is fucking etched into my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Great film, that one. Um, well, it was when we watched it originally. I, I don't know how well it, it stands up now. There's a, uh, there's a heap of new Funko Pops, of course. There's Cobb Vanth uh, Funko Pops, who is uh, Timothy Elephant, um, who takes... <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Elephant. <laughs> who uh, has uh, Boba Fett's gear. There is a kind of cool one. It's 60 bucks if you want it. It is Boba Fett and Fenric Shand on uh, basically Jabba the Hutt's throne. So basically that last scene we see in, uh, oh, yeah. in The Mandalorian. Uh, and there's the Batman Three Jokers action figure pack that uh, McFarlane Toys are doing, which is Batman, Red Hood, Batgirl, and two out of the three Jokers are available for pre-order. Uh, if you haven't read Three Jokers, it is a fantastic, fantastic book with a great twist spin ending that just broke my fucking mind, and I'm still getting over mm-hmm. it. Um, okay. So if you love that book, there is now Toys available. <laughs> yes there you go well uh, check them all out at cultureshockcollectibles.com your number one stop for your nerdy collectible needs quite right Judy we've got some games to talk about this week let's get straight into it um, let's start with your one the Hot Wheels yes so thanks to our friends at uh, at Kosh Media I got to play Hot Wheels Unleashed now as you the listeners know the only real racing game that I like is Formula 1 uh, a couple of months back, you know, the, the, we get the media emails. Formula un, un, if you will. <laughs> we get the, the emails like, oh, you know, new trailers dropped Hot Wheels. I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll take a look at this. What is it? It was a hilarious trailer that just showed high speed, high octane toy action. And it just, it was hilarious. So I was immediately on board. Um, if you've played Mario Kart, this is Mario Kart. But in my personal opinion, I think it's better than Mario Kart. Um, yeah. It is a arcade fun. I wouldn't say action, but it is over the top, in your face arcade racing game that ha- doesn't have you playing as miniature cars. It has you playing as actual Hot Wheels toys. So you can see, like you know, if you've if you've own if you own Hot Wheels in real life, like there's a chance that the car you have is in the game. Um, so, oh, it's behind me on the shelf. I can't be fucking getting it. Um, but a couple of years ago... Does that ago, include the James Bond Ford Mondeo? <laughs> no, it does not. But it, do, it does include <laughs> the 2018 Ford Mustang, Fuzzy. Ooh, yes. hello. Uh, as well as the hot dog uh, hot dog uh, little Hot Wheels car that I bought that I was going to use as the trophy for our shaking under. <laughs> That's in the game that you can use and drive in each car. Uh, there's there's 66 cars with the base game and then they're going to be adding car passes to the game as well. Um, each car drives, of course, differently and has different styles. So uh, I, of course, at one point uh, got the 
it's not a Formula One car, but it's Hot Wheels version of a Formula One car. It's of course incredibly fast, but it only has it has limitations in regards to it's a lighter car, so it goes fast. But if you slam into a into a barrier, there's a chance that you can topple and flip over the side of the track, or that you can be pushed over real easily. But if you pick something like you know a garbage truck or a bus, you're heavier, you're slower, you have a massive boost bar, basically a nos tank that you can just keep sort of bursting to keep going forward. Uh, okay. And of course, what other cars would you need besides the DeLorean Back to the Future time machine is in there, which is fucking awesome. There is yeah. Snoopy on top of his doghouse driving his car. There is the Ninja Turtles party wagon. And of course, there is the Batmobile, um, as well as heaps of other iconic Hot Wheels cars that you can unlock. There's no microtransactions in this game. It is just a simple, fun, over-the-top racing game where it's all about doing... All about really coming first, but you're doing these things that you see sort of from the toys, like there's, there's you know, giant T-Rexes that are trying to take bites out of the track and you need to avoid them. There's spiders shooting webs on the track and you need to avoid them and there's like little obstacles and you go through heaps of loop-de-loops and you, you're driving and racing around these inc- incredible, insane, creative tracks that have you driving okay. through air vents and driving upside down on magnetic tracks and doing all these I really saw that. Cool there things. was a lot of, like, physics stuff, right? Like, yeah. flipping over it's, into it's, the it's underside of tracks. Like, and- imagine if... You know, construction workers got bored as fuck and they bought a Hot Wheels and they put it around a construction track and then you're driving the toy car around the construction track on the tracks and stuff. And there's points where you have to leave the track and then drive on the dirt, drive a bit on the dirt and you you know lose a bit of grip and shit like that. And as you progressively drive, and you only generally do like three laps or you do a sprint race or whatever, but as you bang yeah. into things and stuff like that, the cars go from looking like they're just out of the package to there's paint chipped off of it and it's all the wheels are rubbed off and it's all the paints come away and stuff. It actually looks and sort of feels like you're playing with real Hot Wheels cars, but it's just, okay. if you've played Mario Kart, that's exactly what this is, but it's a bit faster than Mario Kart. There's no weapon yeah. or item pickups that you can use. There's drifting around corners that builds up your boost bar so then you can use your NOS. It's a fucking fantastic oh, I love game. That. It's, it's very sort of burnout paradise, like yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, like, it's yeah. it's okay. very much that styling, and like you know, as Fuzzy and I have been playing Formula One this year, like if people get if 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 I'm overtaking Fuzzy or Fuzzy the other way around, like we give each other space, and it's like because if we knock each other, we're both out. Where with this, it's like you're deliberately pushing people into barricades, and that there's a spider web going to knock this guy into it, stuff like that. It is absolutely fucking incredible. Graphically, it's mm. awesome. The attention to detail is fantastic. You can customize every single Hot Wheels car except for the branded and legendary ones. So, of course, yeah. you can't change the Batmobile or you can't change the DeLorean. There is one that's a Velociraptor that you can change and have a bit of fun with and stuff like that. So, you can give it, like, <laughs> stripes and stuff. Um, you can, of course, uh, change the, the liveries on the Formula 1 cars. And some fucking champion has made the golf livery for a McLaren and has made a Red Bull livery. And they've actually... It's like Forza. You can make your own stickers and stuff and put them on the side of the Hot Wheels cars. And people have put mm. Red Bull, number 11, and all the sponsors and shit all over the cars. Um, you can make your own track. So I tried to make the Melbourne GP track and actually make it around the living room. It's yeah. really, really fucking cool. It's really creative. The only problem I have with it, and it's probably the biggest problem I have with this game, is that it's not cross-play. It's, it's, it's going to be that it's going to be your bugbear over the next little while, isn't it? Like, well, a, just... li- a little bit. Like, I can understand why you don't necessarily make, say, Rainbow Six Siege crossplay with consoles to PC because if you have a mouse and keyboard, you are going to absolutely destroy a controller player. Like, and that's mm. just the facts. But if it's a racing game where both 
you know, it, it, yeah, racing games, I would say, are the best. Same thing with Formula One, but also it's more evident here where if you're playing this with a, a keyboard, if you've got a, if someone's got a controller, they're probably going to beat you because controllers are easier for racing games than a keyboard is. And yeah. I played this on my PC using a controller. And, you know, Ian wants to play uh, Hot Wheels and he only has an Xbox. He doesn't have a PC. So he's trying to tell me to get, a, get an Xbox copy. I'm trying to tell him to buy a gaming PC. It's not going very well. Um, but I feel like these games, especially these arcade fun over-the-top games, need to be cross-play just so then you can just play with anyone. But other than yeah. that, there's no real big issues for it. Like there are some tracks here and there that they'll have obstacles or or interactive parts where it'll it'll verge drivers down one of two paths. Um, yeah. And depending on your luck more than your skill as a driver, the the game will sometimes put you down the slower path. And if you're coming first with a decent lead, you'll be instantly dropped back to six because you went down the slower path. You've been forced down the slower path. Um, so there are a couple of tracks like that that will get uh, people a bit frustrated or they'll, they'll have like a, um, a giant spider trap that shoots webs onto the, onto the track. So then that slows you down just before the finish line. So if you hit that just before the finish line, you're screwed. Um, yeah. But honestly, it's, it's, it's pick up and play for absolutely anyone of any age. Kids will love it because it is just chaotic fun. Petrol heads will love it because there are real cars like toy versions of real cars in the game and nerds will love it because the fucking Batmobile is in it. So it's got something yeah. for everyone. I got Mrs. Duty to play maybe 20 or 30 minutes of it as well. And nice. she went from last in the first race to first in her third race and just went, yeah, this is fucking awesome. Um, okay. Yeah. So I'm, it's accessible by pretty much everyone, yeah? 100%, man. Uh, this, is, this is something that if you've got kids that have Mario Kart and they're a bit like, eh, it's a bit too easy... This is the next step post Mario Kart before going into. No one's ever said Mario Kart is too easy. Uh, <laughs> Have yeah. you seen competitive Mario Kart play? That game is fucking nuts. You yeah, know, I haven't watched competitive Mario Kart. Um, uh, like, I, I think it's one of those games. Like, you know, Mario has always been a game that has been easy to play. Like, you know, anyone can play it. But if you want to get the most out of it, there is that next level of gameplay you can get to. Yeah. So there's a easy to easy to learn, difficult to master kind of concept with it. Is that the same with this? Like there's, you know, you can just drive and have a lot of fun with it. But if you want to get to another level, like there's there, there's so much more you can do to it, or does it sort of cap out a little bit? No, there is that that if you've got track knowledge and you've been and you've mastered the game, there are ways to absolutely obliterate uh, other drivers because you're yeah. not confined within the limits of the the actual track so like yes you're on the orange tracks with the little sidewalls but there are moments where you leap across things or where you go off the track and stuff like that and okay there are points in some tracks where you you launch yourself up into the end it's like yeah you're supposed to land on the track right in front of you but if you take the take the jump at an angle and then boost you can overshoot that part of the jump and land on a different part of the track that is well clear of you know where you're supposed to land okay. and you've got a significant advantage from there so it, it, now, that does, that, does that mean you? Does that mean also you get like time trial modes in this game yep. as well? Or? Yeah, there are. Yep. There are. Okay. Time I was going to say the yeah. the single player mode for this game is basically like you know those those like little fake town mats that you know every kid had at some point or knew someone that had those like little fake cities that they'd put their oh, toy yeah. on. It's that, and you basically it's a bit like a Mario world where you go from like point to point and you just do different races and you move around this map. Um, there's time trials where it's like, you know, beat this certain time, there's normal races and there's boss battle races, which is basically okay. you need to come first and the boss is like doing something to the track that slows you down and slows other drivers down. Um, it's, 
it's incredibly fun. The attention to detail is awesome. The only thing is cross-play for me because with racing games, they live and breathe their multiplayer. Once yeah. you've played a single-player racing game for, I don't know, let's say two or three months, you're sort of done with it. There's not really much to do unless you're a, a perfectionist and you want to unlock every car in the game and stuff like that, um, where cross-play for this would just be what's needed. Um, it is a basically full-price game. It is retailing for 70 uh, Australian dollars. Oh, come on. Um, come on. <laughs> there are no microtransactions in the game. You unlock cars. Oh, that is somewhat of a negative as well. There is a an in-game shop uh, in the in the game. So every four hours, the shop rotates what it's got in stock. You're using in-game currency that you earn from racing and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But the shop rotates in real time four hours. So you need oh, to okay. be playing the game for four hours and then it rotates. Oh, you can't log out and come back in four hours later. You have to be playing for four hours, then it changes. You play for four hours and oh, then it changes. Where get fucked. Formula that's One, a long time to be playing. Yeah, that's well, really, especially for a kids game. That's that's a long time for kids to be playing. Yeah, I, I think kids are going to be absolutely glued to this because you can make your own tracks, you can create your own cars, choose the plastic that they're made out of, all of this stuff. But okay. yeah, with, with Formula One, I log in every day to check the daily shop. With Avengers, I go in every week to check the weekly shop. Like, that's just what I do. And this is like, well, I'm going to leave this on for four hours and go make myself some lunch and maybe go for a walk and rah, 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 and come back and there's still two hours waiting, so I just got to keep it sitting there. So um, that that is an annoyance. But mind you, you unlock cars, I would say, comfortably quickly enough in this game. You do get duplicates, but you can sell the duplicates for the gold that you earn in-game to then buy more. Um, and everything is done via buying blind pack so it's little blind boxes that have a random mm. car inside of it so um see yeah. and this uh, this is one of those things in games that really shits me at the moment it's some something that they've gone into trouble for in in europe some of these yeah. games yeah it's a borderline fits into that sort of gambling category yes um where you're opening mystery boxes and things like that i don't uh, care it's uh, like battlefront um, 2 calls it i think it was yeah yep battlefront 2 yeah um, it, it's it's prevalent in um, NBA 2K22, so they've got just like you're opening up card packs. You're collecting yeah. basketball cards, and it's all randomized packs. Like it just like the, there's just this gambling element to games that keeps creeping in, and you're introducing it to younger and younger audiences in these yeah happy fun ways. Hey, you could get a mystery surprise. Like it just it's just such a, a shitty way of building games. I really, those things just bug me to tears because I know exactly what they're trying to do. They're marketing it to get kids to like that and understand what that is mm. so that when they get up to their bigger games, they're actually spending money like real earth dollars when they're older and it's just habit. It's habit forming stuff at younger ages and it's it's shit. Yeah. There, so, yeah there if you do that, that in your game negative points for me just for that that fucking component there is that but thankfully there is zero microtransactions in this game so it's like if you want to get one of those booster packs go go do some races get enough coins come back get it like so there's no store at all like they're not there is there is a store but the store is using that in-game currency there is no there's no premium currency or microtransactions so the way that the game works is after certain races in the in the the single play in like mode if you will you'll unlock random blister packs and then from the blister packs you'll just get a new car or whatever it is and then it costs 500 coins to buy another random blister pack if you want to buy one if not you can go into the shop and buy what's actually for sale so you can actually choose a car and that still uses the same currency as buying a blister pack that you earn from races so there's no 
mum or dad's credit card or anything like that. There's no Fortnite Battle Pass skins and all that sort of stuff like that. It is just you race, you get gold coins. The gold coins either unlock random blister packs or they unlock cars in the shop, specific cars that are unlocked in the shop. That's it. Yeah. Okay. I'm happy with that. I hope they don't go, yeah, you know what? We're going to turn microtransactions on because I can see people going, I want the Batmobile and spending 40 bucks to try and randomly, you know, get the Batmobile. Okay. Yeah, so, um, interesting. It's a, it is a over-the-top fucking stupidly fun game. Uh, Score-wise, I'm going to give it a 4.5. Okay. So okay. basically it, a It's a very strong, strong score. It is. It's one of those games that, like, you know, when I first booted it up and played it, I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. Went back and, you know, I, I played, you know, an, another game. And then I went, you know what? I'm going to play some, I'm gonna play some Hot Wheels. And then I played that for another couple of hours. And I went, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go have lunch. And then I'm like, fuck it, you know what? I feel like playing some Hot Wheels. And it's just like every track is super creative, super fun. Um, I think, I believe Kermit's going to pick it up. I know my brother's picking it up. I think Mongoose is picking it up. So there might be some form of stream fun over-the-top racing for it that we might do in the future as well. So, um, it's, yeah, absolutely. It is, it is a load of fun. Um, yeah, interesting. Okay, 4.5 is uh, is an incredibly strong score for a, uh, a game. So, mm. yeah, interested to see uh, how this plays out over time. Yes, yes. Uh, for anyone interested, there will, of course, be a normal video review as well so you can see some of the, the gameplay mechanics and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm. Okay, interesting. Thank you for that. Um, let's move on to a game that I've been playing this week um, that was released on uh, Games Pass. It's been out for a, a little bit, I believe, uh, this year already, but came out on Games Pass this week. So, I mean, I had to nab it. It's one of the <laughs> the only reasons I still keep Games Pass around is just to try out games that I'm not willing to pay full price for. Um, it is uh, Subnautica Below Zero. Um, so I think uh, if you've ever played a Subnautica before... Um, it has, it's very much follows the same kind of, uh, model as the original game, um, but opens up new environments, new monsters, new things to build and create new ways to traverse the, the planet. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, so, uh, if you're not versed in, uh, in what Subnautica is, uh, it is an open world survival action adventure video game. So it's a very much the case of, um, yeah, open world survival games. You go out, you collect resources, you build things, and you have a bit of fun mm. and try and kill all the monsters around you. But yes, the idea is that you're on a water filled planet and you're surviving underwater, managing oxygen and all these other different survival elements. Below zero puts you in a, another planet, which also has a, an Arctic feel to it. So there is also temperature that you have to manage at the same time. Ooh, so. Cool. Different parts of the ocean are at different temperatures. There's thermal pockets, which are hotter or, or colder. Um, you can traverse more on land as well. Um, and so you get to a point where you can create uh, land-based vehicles, like a hover bike, essentially, um, to move around on land. But you can only stay above ground for a certain amount of time because it, you know, ice storms will freeze you or all sorts of things. different, uh, different things happen. It's... I think it's the game that Subnautica really wanted to be um, when it was when it first came out. Uh, we have some more voice acting in this game than we had previously, so your voice, your your character has a voice and you know, has a story that's a bit more detailed to follow. I think Subnautica kind of just threw you in the water and just sort of said, "Yeah, there's a survive. place to explore, survive." Yeah. And 
Yeah, there was there was some interesting timed elements to that as well. Like um, it had a um, in Subnautica, you have a ship that crashes, and if you don't in the first, I think it's three hours of gameplay, get to this ship and explore it, it actually blows up, and you you lose a bunch of access to technology mm. uh, for early game. You actually it ta- you can discover it, but it's much much later into the game. Um, Below Zero kind of gives you easier access to some of that technology first up it's not timed it's mainly based on your exploration so it'll give you a bunch of objectives and it doesn't really tell you how to do it as so much as it just sort of says oh you need to find the signal and yeah it's really it becomes a a case of yeah really struggling to find those things you you don't you know you're looking for a signal you don't just don't know where it is or how to get there, and the the way that the map structured, the way that in the the whole game is built out, requires you to either get really lucky <laughs> or, or really intelligent about how you craft your gear and all of the things to build up. So I, I'm finding it really fun. I think it's it's a well developed concept within the open world survival genre. Um, so if you're into those style of games, I think this is one of the better ones that you can play um, and, and really enjoy. So yeah, definitely a, a, a playable game for me, a much more playable game than the first version. Yeah, I, I did play the first one on Game Pass um, and I'm a little bitch, so I played it in creative mode and even like creative <laughs> mode, you take no damage and you can make whatever you want yeah, without yeah, having yeah. to worry about resources. And having giant sharks come and fucking ram your submarine in the middle of, like, dark, creepy, unable-to-see water, I just went, nope! <laughs> uh, it's it's so cool. Like, I, 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 play it, I don't play it on the full survival mode because I think, like, elements that's, that's like finding, finding food is and, like, drinking water, I just I find those parts of games really frustrating uh, yeah. to, to manage. But I do play it in a, like, yeah, everything else is turned on. You just don't have to worry about food because I think that's just such a bullshit element of gaming. Anyway, um, it's... Uh, so, so there's a lot of really interesting parts to it and like you build up your gear slowly over time. You get, you know, um, you build a submarine and then the power suits, um, that you can go around and explore and mine different things. Um, but then you, de- you develop, uh, you can develop elements to these suits and these subs that allow them to go deeper and deeper into the water. And it's, it's just really interesting. Like you start going into these depths and you're like 300 meters down and you go, wow, this is great. And then you realize that you are only just scratching the surface on what's there. Like as soon as you start going down, you know, to four, 500 meters deep, that's when the real game starts happening. And you're like, holy shit, there is so much down here. There's these giant monsters that they call them Leviathans and they, Especially when, like, I've got like 3D, you know, capable headphones, so you can hear the 3D audio going on. You just, you know, I'm just happily mining away, and then all of a sudden you hear this, like, just deep guttural roar from a monster, and you're like, the fuck is going on? And you're like moving around (laughs) trying to figure out where it is. It's just, it's really like they get this sense of being underwater, like, they, they really capture that. Um, I suppose the element of the unknown, if you know what I mean, you know what I mean. That's this far off, distant thing that's just swimming around doing its thing, and you just—it's it, scary. It very much instills that emotional element in the game, and I think it's just for doing that. It's such a really—they've captured a magic part of gaming that a lot of games miss out on. Yeah, I think there was a there was a pop up or something like that when you play 
uh, at least the original Subnautica and, and when I did it on creative mode, where you go and you basically just make a submarine and see how deep you can go and, and what you can find. And it just comes up mm. with like your heart rate is elevated uh, due to missing out on you can't see what's in front of you. It's too dark. You can't hear yeah. what's in front of you. There's no light source. So you're, you're, you're like all these factors of fear are going up. And I'm like, oh, it's freaking me out too. Because I can't hear anything. And my like sonar is going boom, boom, something big's coming. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yes, there's definitely that oh, shit element. And there's moments where I've just gone, you know, right, you, you're on low health. Something's happening. And you're just like, I'm fucking out of here. I'm gone. This is hightail it and go. <laughs> So I think, you know, for those kind of elements and those moments, I mean, you, you look at the games like Alien Isolation, they really did that oh, well. Oh, such you know, a good yeah, game. Yeah, you know, just that tension that creates from being in a space that you're unfamiliar with, doing unfamiliar things, and things are starting to attack you, like, or might be attacking you, and you just react. You know, you're, you've got this natural fight or flight instinct in you, and, you know, mine is apparently flight. That's, that's how I operate. Get the fuck out of there. Um, but yes, look, I, I think it's a really great game. I've enjoyed playing it. I'm going to enjoy playing it some more. The creation stuff in there is really cool and building out your bases is really fun. And then you just get lost in like finding resources and doing really fun, like your own little, you kind of get to make your own missions. Yeah. Um, the only downside I'd say for this game is it could be like, yes, they put in more story into below zero than they had the original release, but it could be a bit more clear on its objectives. Um, and also ah, the, yeah, okay. uh, the, the way that you find, like, find your way around the world is, is very, very clunky. Um, and I think it almost requires you to have access to, you know, write something down or to even just investigate maps that other people have built out because it is very, very hard to continually, like, go back to the places you've been. So just that map system could be a lot better within the game. Um, it would make things, a lot more accessible than than it already is. So yeah. Otherwise, I think it's a great game. I'm going to give that um, the rating so far as a four out of five. That's not too bad. I think the I, yeah. I double checked as well because I asked you prior to recording and I just googled it as well. I think these games need co-op because it could be kind of fucking fun playing these games co-op, especially like if you're in a giant submarine. It's like you know there's a there's like the fire system or you know something goes off it's like well one of us needs to you know shoot out the extinguishers one of us needs to repair whatever hell that needs to be repaired it could be cool to have that element plus the you know the the whole thing of if you're playing with mates and whether you are or you're not streaming and you're yelling and having a bit of fun and stuff like that with it like it's it's sort of if you will and i i always bring up this game at some point but like dead by daylight is a fuckload more fun with friends because the the experience you'll have you're having playing it with a group of friends rather than solo yeah mm. yeah uh, look i mean it could be quite fun if that's uh, that's the case i will uh, investigate and get back to you but um yeah i think it it would be a really interesting element especially within those those universes, those open-world survival games, to mm. have multiple players. I think um, Ark did that at one stage. They've yes. got um, some multiplayer elements to it. So That just keeps yeah. growing, that game. I keep seeing that coming up on, on things like, Ark has made, reached so many players. I'm like, Jesus Christ. All I know is that you can punch dinosaurs. <laughs> yes, you can. Uh, you can absolutely do that. Um, so, yes... Um, yeah, look, I think yeah, if you're into open-world survival games, get into these. They, they are a lot of fun. There's some really good ones, and there's some really, really shit ones. But, yeah, they are very interesting universes to get into. Ooh. 
Now, um, let's talk about... You've got one more game to talk about this week, yes? I do, I do. Thanks to our friends at Five Star, I got to play World War Z Aftermath. Um, nice. It's a... With... with uh, Back for Blood coming out very soon. We've already done the uh, open beta for that. Of course, Left for Dead was huge back when in the day when it released. Uh, World was released in 2019. Um, what shit? Six years after the mediocre movie. Um, and if you're looking <laughs> at the game case itself, you might be thinking, "Hey, it looks like a very, very, very late release of a movie game." Um, and it sort of is. But it sort of isn't at the same time. It is basically World War Z. Uh, World War Z is basically Left 4 Dead set in the World War Z universe. Um, but what World War Z Aftermath does is it's basically sort of like a game of the year edition um, of the game. It gives you two new classes. Okay. Oh, no, sorry. One new class. Uh, it gives you uh, two new missions. Um, and it gives you the ability to play the entire game in first-person mode. Um, so normally World War Z is a third-person shooter, uh, and now you yeah. can play it in first-person if you want to. Okay. Um, the difference between World War Z and Left 4 Dead is that Left 4 Dead is very, or, and sort of Back 4 Blood as well, is very comical in regards to its graphical stylings and nature. Yes, there's horror aspects to it, but it's it's you're looking at it, it's like you can tell this is a video game, where World War Z tries to put it in the setting of a real-world experience. Um, yeah. And rather than having, and well, and just like in the in the World War Z movie, you're having hordes upon hordes upon hordes of zombies rushing you and making pyramids on top of each other and climbing walls and stuff, and you need to fend them off and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, unlike, it seems like with World War Z, like they always had that thing of you go to yeah, you'd move through a mission level and you get to a point, it's like a staging area, yeah. and you get to set up all your defenses, and then like a, a horde comes at you, kind of thing. Whereas Back for Blood was a little bit more like spaced out, so you had in between those sort of horde space based areas, there were still quite a lot of zombies. Whereas I don't think World War Z really ever had that sort of staggered you know, nature to it. It was very all zombies or no zombies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there are a couple of moments here and there where there's there's just like okay, well, there's no real zombies. There's a couple here and there, but it's like. Yeah, but it's dropping a heap of weapons, daisy chaining you to the big event. So if you don't pick up yeah, these yeah, weapons, yeah. You, you, it's going to be a little more of a struggle. But I, I kind of like where in Left 4 Dead, like you have the boomer, which is just the big fat guy. You shoot him once he explodes, bile goes everywhere. Uh, or you yeah. have the tank, which is just this big buff, humongous, grotesque sort of thing where they have these styles of special zombies in this game, but they're more realistic in regards to their settings. So they have a okay. tank character called the bull. He basically charges you picks you up and starts slamming you into the ground, uh, has a load of health, but it's basically a zombie in riot gear. So it's like, okay. if you're shooting it, well, the riot gear is going to stop all the bullets. I'm like, well, that makes sense. Like, they have yeah. a, a zombie that when you shoot it, poison gas comes out, but it's a zombie in a hazmat suit. So when you shoot okay. it, it rips a hole in the hazmat suit and then gas comes out. So I'm like, okay, well, all of these special zombies they have make sense because it's set into this, into this world and stuff. Like, I've seen screamers, which are basically sort of... A little bit like the witch in regards to that they can call zombies to them, but it's like they have a, like I've seen them as construction workers and they have like a megaphone strapped to their belt and they scream and it goes into the megaphone and so on and so forth. Um, yeah, it is. I would say it's absolutely great game to play with friends. Um, it's releasing at a really interesting time because Back for Blood comes out very soon. Um, it's sort of so like to say like a competitively timed release. Are you saying? Yes, but I I think Back for Blood's going to have more to it than World War Z. Well, this is World War Z Aftermath, so it's it's not a sequel. 
Uh, it's literally just sort of a it adds some extras to the original game. That's that's really it. Um, that's not to say it's a bad game. It does have crossplay. So I played this with friends um, who some are on Epic Game Store, some are on Steam Game Store, some are on Xbox, stuff like that. So it is completely crossplay. Thank God. Um, as is Back for Blood, it's going to be crossplay as well. Um, there is fun to be had, but the new class is a ca- is a class called Vanguard. Every class has special abilities, so you pick your own character, which can be whoever you want, and then you pick a yep. class on top of that. Um, there's some that throw Molotovs as their special abilities, some that have a stun gun that shock enemies. Um, the Vanguard has a electric shield that they use to block zombies coming towards them. Okay, the shield, I'm on board for that. That's pretty cool. It, it sounds cool, but the shield is roughly the size of a garbage tra- uh, trash lid. So it's 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 okay. smaller than Captain America's shield, and it's electrified, and it just feels kind of stupid. Like, now, yeah. I, I have seen a friend of mine who's just gone, look, dude, you used the shield wrong. You're supposed to put the shield up when the ball charges you and it stops the ball in their tracks, and then you, it stuns them for a bit, and then you can easily take them out. Or you can rush into a group of zombies and knock them all over. And I'm just sitting there going, it's a, re- it's, it's a really tiny shield. Like, it's a shield smaller than Captain America's shield that's supposed to hold back a horde of zombies. I feel like it should be like one of those big foldable, collapsible sort of style shields that covers your whole body, so that way you're sort of protected from the front, but it's just this little tiny circle dome thing that just feels really out of place. Yeah. I've seen some people really enjoy the class. I personally wasn't a fan of it, but thankfully there's so many classes in this game that if you don't like it, simple. Next level, change your class out to something else. Um... It is a fun game. I did enjoy it. I would probably give it a score-wise of three and a half out of five, so about a seven out of okay. ten. Um, this yep. fun to be had. It's on Game Pass as well. It is cross-play. If you have Game Pass, definitely take a look at it if you're looking for something to play with friends. It is very... Just like Left 4 Dead is, it's boring to play without friends. The AI is fairly <laughs> stupid. Um, uh, okay, so you can play with AI teammates, but they just do stupid things. Yeah, yeah. And the cool yeah. mechanic is as well is if... And if if you or an AI, if an ally dies, you have a certain amount of time to go revive them. And if you don't revive them, they turn into a zombie and then they hunt you. And it's like you don't control it. You just see your character running around like as a zombie trying to jump on people and stuff. Um, And the zombies act like they do in World War Z. So they are sprinting towards you. Like there's no, you know, shambling quietness or anything about that to them. Um, And playing in first person mode, genuinely gives you some good jump scares and horror and stuff because you're seeing the zombie right in your face rather than like a third person perspective um yeah so yeah look it, it is fun um it's going to be it, it it's releasing at a very interesting time with back for blood right around the corner i think it, yeah. it should have released a lot earlier or a lot after back for blood yeah. so then that way there's a clear gap there's between no the direct two. yeah there's no direct comparison and yeah you want to try and avoid that if that's possible yeah, it's like 2K released Battleborn before Overwatch, and it was basically the same game, and now you can't even play it single player. Like, it's completely server shut down. Mm. So, yeah. it's uh, Very interesting. There we go. It's, uh, it's, okay. It's, yeah, if you want to see more, there is a video review up of it as well. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's basically a first-person mo- sort of mod for World War Z. Game Pass, cross-play. I mean, if you have Game Pass check it out like that is what game pass is for if you're on the fence about something you can install it you can play it then if you don't like it it didn't cost you a thing it's on game pass mm, there we go oh thank you for that like uh been, it's been a busy week with all of our games going through we've yes. played uh, a lot of very interesting ones so um yeah definitely something in there for everybody i think this week yes yes if you like zombies or you like toy cars or you like <laughs> surviving with penguins in the antarctic of an alien world 
Oh, yeah, those penguins are fucking freaky, man, with their flappy heads. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I've seen their heads. They look fucking weird, man. They're not Canadian penguins. Don't get me wrong. They're a different kind of flappy head. That's, that's um, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, there's lots in there for uh, for everybody. We'll be back next week to talk about some more games. There are uh, definitely a lot more to talk about next week. Um, I've been playing a little indie game as well that I'm very excited to uh, discuss in more detail. Uh, and I know Duty's got uh, some exciting stuff coming up as well. I do. I can't uh, say what it is, but next week's a big ch- honker chonker episode. Ooh. Exciting. Um, so, yes, with that teaser in mind, uh, we'll be back next week. I've been Fuzzy Dan reminding you that um, the tease is always better when there's a little bit of spice to it. A little bit of spice. And this is Judy reminding you to play Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels is fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, do we.